0: Have, do you watch Game Grumps? Yeah, I knew exactly what you were talking about. Oh my god, I laughed
1: so hard. Funny joke. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Funny joke. Tonight, I'm Game Grumps. <laughs> Hello.
0: Hill, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night, good whatever time you're listening to us. <laughs> you are listening to the Drunken UX Podcast. This is episode number 17 for August something or other 2018. I am your host, Michael
1: Feenan. And I'm your co-host, Darren Hill. Thanks for joining us tonight. Oh, you can connect with us on the Facebook and the Twitters, slash Drunken UX. And also on DrunkenUX.com slash Slack to come chat with us on Slack. I'm come make that.
0: fun of us. Tell us uh, uh come give us news. Uh we do real-time overview every Wednesday. We yeah. round up articles and stories and posts and tutorials and things from around the web and if there's something that you've been reading that you found particularly helpful, drop by Slack and let us know what it is. We've also got a contact form on the website. You can go there. Um whatever the case may be, let us know. We'd love to hear about any of that uh Episode 17 of the Drunken UX podcast is brought to you by your friends and ours at New Cloud is New wow. an interactive mapping company. They do cool stuff, illustrations, things like that. Wait, uh, mapping? you can check m- mapping? mapping. Aren't we map, doing map, something map. about maps tonight? Uh no. Uh don't spoil it. <laughs> don't spoil it. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. You can check out NewCloud at Newcloud.com slash drunken ux. That is in ucloud.com com slash drunken ux. <laughs> Uh, did that? Did I hit every? Did we hit everything? Is that all the pre-show notes?
1: I don't know anymore. What are you, what are you drinking, Michael?
0: Um, oh, drinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I f- I keep forgetting what we actually named the show. Uh, <laughs> this evening, I am uh keeping it simple with just some uh, Angry Orchard hard cider. Nice. Uh, just the plain uh, what is it? The crisp apple or whatever. Um, I gotta try. Although I, I do really love their summer honey. Um, they were out of stock today, but. Um, that is a good uh, favorite,
1: uh, happy favorite of mine. Hmm. Cool. I, I'm trying yet another margarita. I, I keep buying different kinds of tequila to find ones that work really well with with making margaritas. And this time I've got a Salsa Commemorativo, tequila añejo, mm. which I think just means aged tequila, like aged, barrel, yeah. barrel aged. Um, and I, I forget the the margarita mix is just like generic. Stuff they sell at the liquor store.
0: Uh, pretty good. The uh, Anejo tequila is where it's at. I'm not a huge tequila drinker, but I do have, I've got a bottle of Anejo. It's called Tres Mujeres.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, um, that's good. I've had that. Oh, man. I feel kind of like I shouldn't be mixing this with margarita mix. Like you should just be drinking it straight, and I feel kind of yeah. bad for mixing it. So,
0: given what the that bottle cost me, yeah, I don't I don't mix that with anything. Yeah. <laughs> I enjoy yeah. it as it is.
1: I wouldn't have mixed my Grand Mayan, but this is like. Bucks
0: I don't know. Oh man, no. I think. Yeah. Uh,
1: I, I've got.
0: Uh, it's a three hundred and seventy-five milliliter bottle, so mm-hmm. it's like a half-size bottle. and It was like sixty dollars. <laughs> uh, it was crazy expensive, but uh, I mean, that's that's Scotch prices, basically. Um, but man, it is because when you drink like a Jose or something like that, you know, it's it's very artificial to me. Yeah, like, it's very yeah. sweetened and syrupy. Um man, this has got just this beautiful light oaky flavor that the barrel aged component mm-hmm. of that comes through so nice. I'll um, have to try that. That'll I'll I'll make that be maybe uh, episode 18. We'll I'll break that to uh, bottle out. <laughs> I've I've been hitting it very slowly. I've been trying to make it last. So um Excellent. let's see. Oh yeah, uh Evernote. Guys, uh this is sort of interesting to me anyway. Evernote. Uh, has rebranded itself again
1: what 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 Um, forever note or like uh, never
0: note (laughs) i wish
1: i wish uh, rolling
0: my eyes could be heard (laughs) on the microphone face with rolling eyes emoji oh my god um and and maybe i shouldn't i should be nicer i shouldn't be saying rebranding again blah 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 um i've used evernote for years. Uh, I think they started around 2008. I probably jumped in a little after that 2010, maybe um, yeah. I even for a while I paid for the premium service. It was like 25 bucks a year. Huh. Um, and I, I bad. jumped on that. Yeah. It's not anymore. Oh, how much is <laughs> it now? It's, I, th- I think it's something like five bucks a month or, uh, I don't know off the top of my oh, head, but, okay. um, it's, it's enough that I was like, yeah, I don't need it that much. Yeah. Um, that, that was something that I looked at, um, especially, yeah, uh, starts at seven ninety nine a month.
1: Oh man. That's so I sass. mean,
0: sass. Uh, just, yeah, I, I can't, I can't bite that bullet. Um, and they caught some flack, what, eight months ago, a year mm-hmm. ago, um, when they changed up their model and limited the number of devices you could use the free version on. I think it was limited to three, um, oh. which You know, I I think for a lot of people probably is not even remotely an issue. I kind of was like, eh, because I'll use it on my PC, of course, but I'll also use it on my tablet when I'm cooking because Mm -hmm. I use it for recipes a lot. Uh, Or my phone, depending on what I'm juggling. I think maybe it was two. Maybe that was the thing. I had three devices I wanted to use it on, but they were limited to two. Again, I forget the details. Um, At any rate, they got, you know, the, the people didn't like it and then they argued over it. And. Um, so it was interesting to see this come out. I think it was yesterday. I saw this this uh, hit medium. Um, they announced they've you know tweaked their logo and all of this, and then they're realigning their branding to to more uh, appropriately fit the direction that they are taking the company. So it's like um, instead of an elephant, it's a dollar sign. <laughs> it's it is still an elephant. In fact, they they showed it. It's it's the same elephant. Like they changed the trunk. I don't know. Um, <laughs> If if they changed this in any meaningful way, I, I didn't look at the side by side, but it definitely doesn't look different. They made it green. Yeah. Um and everybody's like, everybody thought the elephant was green. And the elephant was never green. It was black on green. <laughs> it's green. It was a green elephant. <laughs> Nobody cares. <laughs> I I do think it's interesting, um, because I, I have I I've have kept it. I stopped paying for it, but I do still use the free service. Um, I still find it very useful for particularly for organizing chunks of data, like a recipe where Mm -hmm. I've got maybe not a format, but certainly a, an idea behind how I want it organized and how I want to search it. Mm -hmm. Um, And I don't know. Do you use Evernote
1: Aaron? No, I, I have plenty of, I know plenty of people that do use it, but I've, I've never been one of them. What, what is your
0: preference when it comes to like trying to, you know, keep, just random bits of data collected then do you just kind of ad hoc it or, or i usually google use keep or
1: google docs google docs i just i mean uh, if, if i have anything that's like like if it's just a small bit of information i write it down in an actual paper journal that i keep with me um if it's something lengthy um, I'll spin up a Google Doc and then organize the shit out of it.
0: I tried that, like I, I did at one point. As a matter of fact, as a result of them changing their device limitation, I tried moving all my recipes to Google Docs, and I just I really hated.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't the way use Google Docs for that. Yeah, I actually I have all my recipes are in my kitchen in um, paper format. A lot of them are on scraps of paper. <laughs> I
0: think the reason I really didn't like it was because of search. With Evernote, it's easy mm-hmm. to be like, I want to search my recipes for this. Mm. In Google Docs, you just kind of have the omni-search box. The organization and... is
1: terrible at Google Docs.
0: Right? Yeah, it's, it's, it's hard searching. to cleanly set up a nice like way to just go in and be like, I want to search just these recipes and have it be good and user-friendly and easy to set up.
1: When I go to find our show notes, even if you've just edited them or just created them, they don't show up in my recent docs list. I have to go to drive first and then find the drunken UX folder and then find show notes and then find DUX, and then I can find it. It's yeah. so annoying. Yeah
0: yeah, and that's probably because I created the document, not you, so it doesn't pick up yeah. the change date on it. Uh, so at any rate, um, that's why I've stuck with it, and I've, I used it when I started using it, it was largely for work. I found it to be a great way to like throw code snippets together and be like oh i'm gonna reuse this chunk of code or this css or something and at one point i even kind of had a whole uh uh like a css kind of starter file and huh. i could go into it and like pick i want you know i'm gonna use these classes and then um there are better ways to do that now of course but um and that's why i don't use it for that anymore hmm. but that is how i started using it i i do i I found it interesting they've stayed private um, they haven't been bought and sold a million times like so many <laughs> companies. They, they've they rebranded, but they are supposedly cash flow positive. Um, they've taken a ton of VC. Um, yeah. I think when I was doing the math on it earlier, they've taken in like over a hundred million in VC or something <sighs> crazy. Um, mm. But I'm interested in particular in what their future looks like because a – google docs mm-hmm. B, google keep which is kind of an evernote competitor um yeah. certainly microsoft OneNote. um i just i wonder what their plan is if google just decides you know what we don't want evernote to be a thing anymore like <laughs> two two feature tweaks and they have evernote basically already google um, will never
1: do that because google is so lazy
0: <laughs> yeah I, I don't know uh, yeah i you know Looking at Google Keep, I can kind of see that because yeah. when I saw it, I was like, oh, cool. I'm just going to start using that instead of Evernote, but I couldn't. It just Re- wasn't, wasn't good enough.
1: Remember when there was that running joke where all of the services were in beta? Like, they're yeah. all still in beta. It's just that the branding people have gone onto it and said, like, beta implies it's not complete yet, and we don't want to project that image. So we're just going to remove beta from all of our products, but they're still in beta. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So and I, what I want to hear is uh, from our listeners, I want you guys, let me know how do you keep track of all the things now? Like what is your approach to you know code snippets or recipes or travel information? I don't know. Uh, take your pick. i'm I'm curious to see if Evernote is still as popular with people as because they, they still they claim like 225 million mm-hmm. subscribers right now, which is, again, a crazy high number. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what number of that is a paying customer, but if they <laughs> right. need to catch up to a hundred million dollars. It better be a lot of them. I uh, can <laughs> <laughs> have some mad investors, uh, but here's, and I, I, I pulled up the quotes. I wanted to read this. So their CEO mm. said this, they're like, our purpose is simple. We're here to help folk people focus on what matters most. That idea underlies all of our work here at Evernote. And we will never stop striving to deliver on its promise throughout the process of evolving our brand we have looked to our past to inspire our far our future. I mean, this this just sounds so corporate, b- empty, mm-hmm. <laughs> and like going to their website and seeing you know the same elephant. Um, I I just I don't know. Uh, I'll be interested to see what it does for them. I guess is all mm-hmm. I can really say at this point. Um, the elephant. Do you know the elephant's name by chance?
1: Um. The Harry? elephant
0: has a name. the The elephant is named Mads. Why? I don't know. <laughs> I'm sure there's a reason. It's probably like a. At our company, we've got a mascot for Vitamin Talent. It's a cow, um, and it's called. It's named Vera. <laughs> it wears sunglasses. <laughs>
1: Excellent. I, we haven't used it in forever, but it
0: used to be. It used to be a, a staple of our uh, marketing. Uh, that That's too funny. We we sent out cow-shaped mailers that had Vera on it, so. um Weird. At any rate, uh, yeah, maps, um, sort of, anyway. Uh, we are talking this evening about weather sites, and Whoa. I just kind of want to have a little pissing contest for a little bit about this. No <laughs> one really grinds my gears. You know, yeah, uh, I can't... <laughs> that is not what Peter sounds like. <laughs> uh, I haven't watched Family Guy in a long time. <laughs> I... I... It's like uh, how, how to make a Rhode Islander sound Australian. <laughs> you know what really groins my gears? So there are some – there are three, I think, main weather sites that most people will be familiar with. Mm-hmm. Obviously, weather.com. Yep. Uh, we have AccuWeather.
1: Right. And we've got Wonderground. And Wonderground like, is the one that is Stanford-affiliated, right? The hell, I don't know. I, I remember hearing a lot about Wonderground while reading the book about Google. I oh, see, I still haven't done that yet. So, yeah.
0: So, that's it. You said Stanford?
1: I think so. Yeah. I think, I think like it's run by, or it was created by Stanford grads or whatever.
0: Well, yeah. That I would absolutely believe. Yeah. Um, there, and I, as we were researching for this episode, you also discovered Wonderground is actually a product of the Weather Company, right? Which owned the Weather Channel. Uh, but doesn't they anymore? i ibm bought into the weather company and uh, uh, acquired all of its assets okay um and wonderground and mashed them together in some fashion Interesting. and then sold the weather channel um now Whoa. i don't know if that
1: what? i
0: don't know if that means that weather.com the digital service is or is not still affiliated. I didn't dig that deep into it, and it was confusing, and it hurt, hurt my brain um, because, my God, you can't tell who owns what anymore in, right. in, in these fields. Um, but l- l- suffice it to say, as we go through this, it's just worth noting that Wonderground and Weather.com are in cahoots to an extent. Uh, they are based on similar technology. They may still be very connected at the data level, um, not okay. so much at the presentation level.
1: I got it. I looked at the Wikipedia article. So it says, the Weather Company was previously owned by a consortium made up of the Blackstone Group, Bain Capital, uh, Mitt Romney, and NBC Universal. That consortium sold the Weather Company's product and technology assets to IBM in 2016, but retained possession of the Weather Channel cable network until March 2018 when it sold it to entertainment studios. There we go. But when 2016 was sold off to IBM, they did a long-term license agreement with IBM for the use of the weather data and the Weather Channel name. There we go. Yeah.
0: I still Here. don't really know what that means from an ownership standpoint and certainly a data standpoint, but yeah. – It's worth it. I I think it's worth noting that only because if you are dedicated to Wonderground because it's some great weather channel alternative, my suspicion is that if you really dug into the numbers of the sites, they probably are highly (laughs) similar. Yeah. Uh, If not exactly the same, because they are probably tied into the same APIs or it does say that
1: it's owned by the weather company. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. So yeah, there you go. Um, so, yeah, there you go. Anyway, that's that's the start of, of this conversation. Um, I, whether, you know, f- especially right now in Kansas, because it's insane here with the rain that we're getting, flash floods and, and humidity and uh, rain and, and sun and <laughs> weather. <laughs> uh, we, I, checking radar is kind of a, Daily habit for me. I wake up. I've got like my morning sites, and one of the things I usually hit is radar. uh You know, I can. My phone tells me what the temperature is going to be or whatever, but I like to actually look at the radar and see if there's anything on the way or whatever. And that was kind of how I started, you know, this process of using these sites. And over the years, you know, you go back. Hell, uh, how long has Weather. dot com been around? Probably 15 years by this point, I would guess. Oh
1: yeah. Um. They were were an early domain registry, I think. I I mean, how could you miss that, right?
0: Yeah. Um,
1: Weather.com.
0: But over the years, as we've used these, and one of the reasons sites like AccuWeather popped up was because people were getting frustrated with the way sites like Weather.com were loading their sites down. And AccuWeather was like, hey, we're going to launch a site that's just focused on weather. (laughs) <laughs> and and now you go to their site and it's like the same thing. And we're gonna have, believe me, some interesting information. We have, we on have the, opinions on this. We we <laughs> discovered things in in preparing for this that we didn't know ahead of time. And uh, needless to say, it only solidified my, my <laughs> uh, opinions. So first off, let's talk about weather.com a little bit. We'll go through. We're gonna we're gonna talk about the sites individually a little bit and and what you know pisses us off about them. Um, and then. After the break, we're going to come back and we're going to talk about uh, how we would fix some of this and what, you know, if we were to build a weather site, what it would kind of look like. And Mm -hmm. I'm going to admit, this is going to reflect our opinions on how we happen to use these sites the most. Um, One of the challenges in looking for like user research and stuff on this was uh, the amount that came up, of which there was a fair amount, was very focused on apps and right. not the sites themselves, which was kind of unfortunate. Right. Um, I had found a couple. I was like, oh, cool. This will be good. And as I started reading it, it was like talking about mobile devices and
1: mm-hmm. the way people interact with their widgets. I'm just like, no, that's not what I'm after. I, I mean, like, and whether, I mean, the audiences for weather-related technology content might be primarily mobile now. Yeah.
0: And that that is a, an absolutely fair and valid point that these sites may be looking at this and say, you know what? All of our, you know, 90% of our users have actually gone to our apps now. And if, like, I think AccuWeather is the app that I use now off mm-hmm. the top of my head. Um, and their app is perfectly fine. yeah, um, And it does not suffer from many of the complaints that we're going to have about their websites. <laughs> um, and it, it, if listeners feel strongly about this, feel free to leave us a comment. And I, I do think that that is a fair mm-hmm. criticism of what we're going to say. So, yeah. Um, you know, don't don't presume that we're gonna be talking about this with this idea that we are absolutely right and this is how it should be done. This is just what we think. And right. I'll be interested just to hear if you agree or disagree. With weather dot com. Yes. Step one, and this is true for all of them, but we'll talk about it in different ways. Um guys, we gotta talk
1: about your problem with ads. <laughs> it's so many. Oh, my God. I, I viewed it with um with AdBlocker turned on, and um Weather.com noticed that I was using AdBlocker, but was just, like, gave me an eye roll when I was like, yeah, I know I'm using it. I know. But um AccuWeather was like, every time you vote a new page, it's like, we noticed that you viewed seven pages now with ads turned off.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and with Weather, like, just looking at their site right now above the fold... um. Mm-hmm. I mean, virtually, I don't know, half give or take. I'm just eyeballing yeah. it here, but about half of the space is taken up by ads. And let me rephrase that. Actually, it's not half; it's less. Um, it's more like a quarter. But one of and this we'll talk about this too. But when, one of the news but, pieces is very much a clickbait article. And I'm going to call it an ad because
1: of that. Well, yeah, like the other the other portion is the ads are like not weather related. Like like they're not about Weather Channel. It's third party ads. That's what yeah.
0: we're talking about. And and that will be, you know I mean, true anywhere. But I just, mm-hmm. yeah, I feel like it's particularly bad um, in this case, especially because they're putting it above content. Um, and I get that. You know, an ad isn't useful. People don't see it. But um, y- they're getting in the way. They're mm-hmm. getting in the way of our experience here. So with like weather.com, here I am staring at a menu and then a house banner and then a mortgage rate. Mm-hmm. Uh, sidebar and then a new news r- panel. I mean, the only thing that I have weather related on this homepage when I first look at it is literally just the menu. Yeah, um, now, the menu is good though. The menu is not bad. Um, yeah. I, yeah, I can I will grant them that. But it definitely is de-emphasized. Mm-hmm. Black and white is having great co- contrast, I guess, but. It is definitely not inviting you in to be like, here is, you know, you are coming here for weather information. Here is the
1: pieces that you need. One thing that they do that I do like is that they, they were able to infer my geolocation. I think probably using JavaScript or maybe looking my ISP. I don't know, but um, they have that and the temperature right in the top corner. And the search bar is very clear on what you how you can search for other like locations. Right. They they did do a really good job with that.
0: Yeah. And now mine's wrong. Um mine is coming up through Dallas because Texas? of yeah. Um but I use a VPN. Oh. <laughs> and so this tells me that I can tell you exactly how they're determining their location. They're IP? doing it by IP address. Yeah. Okay. Um now I do think all of these now if I hit find me yeah, uh find me does use the html5 location api. For okay. What it's worth. Um so I have you know everybody has mixed feelings about that. Um I have thoughts on it from a browser level that I think needs to be changed, but mm-hmm. I don't think people care about that now.
1: <laughs> right.
0: Um, one so one thing that uh I love here is com is guilty of this, all the other ones are going to be guilty of it too to a, a degree. Um but weather dot uh, com is putting such an emphasis on news straight right. out of the gate. Okay, but it's not even good news. It's it's clickbait. It
1: is you, genuine clickbait. Do you have a trending like the trending list of four videos? Yeah. Okay. Read off what yours are. I want to hear if they're the same as mine. Hey, hold on. <clears throat> Daring cross before bridge is swallowed
0: up. <laughs> Never happened before. More than three hundred and twenty killed by intense flooding. Plane skids off runway in downpour. Watch. Diver's selfie is about to get wild. Yeah. And my my centerpiece is bizarre blue buttons found yeah. on Florida coast. I've got that one too. I mean, Jesus Christ. And when, when I was looking at this earlier, one of the other ones that I, I picked up on that I wrote down was birthdays might never be the same party <laughs> staple to be banned. I mean, and these are not, these are not ads. These are- right. Like and I clicked through. I I did because I wanted to know. I clicked the birthday one at that point. It is was an it? actual article on the weather uh, weather dot com. Wow. it's it's about uh, the environmental impact of balloons, is what it is. Oh, okay. But it's total and complete
1: clickbait, though. It seems. It seems like you remember when, um, remember the History Channel when they used to actually talk about history, and then now it's like history adjacent it seems like the the news content here on the site and the others is all like weather adjacent like it's yeah. all environment or natural related and like there's someone in an editing room somewhere is going like yeah that's that's kind of you know, that's that's related to the environment yeah go ahead put it up there yeah and and they don't actually give you
0: a genuine weather tool on the home page until you mm-hmm. scroll down like almost halfway
1: Oh uh, yeah, I didn't even see that the first time.
0: Yeah, it's their their weather tools. You are a weather website, weather tools they're they're all the way down. Um and like in this case, uh and I think you noted this, that the title doesn't really match the purpose of the block here.
1: <laughs> right. It, it says explore your area, but it's like North America or it's like the United States. It's not even all of North America. It's
0: yeah, it's it's yeah. a big change. It's Mexico southern canada united states it knows i'm in dallas so my area is the southern u.s my (laughs) you're you're not showing me my area you're showing me most of my continent
1: right (laughs) i mean do you see the stuff in the sidebar uh adjacent to the explorer area it has fan photos and so the fan photos thing says upload your amazing weather photos and videos now oh i don't get that you don't see that one nope oh okay well i i do I've got but, more ads. You're looking to the right of it? Yeah. Oh, you know what? Maybe, maybe – scroll down a little bit. Maybe yours got bumped down. I don't have ads turned on. I have our
0: photo gallery pics. Hmm. I have nothing about submitting photos anywhere.
1: Weird. Well, this one says stay up to date, and then it has that and a couple other things. Um, I like the idea of, like, user-submitted content of weather because there are some really cool, like, weather things that people take photos of, but – um. Oh, I love shooting
0: like lightning.
1: I take my camera yeah. out and, and that's
0: cause it's hard. It's really hard to get good lightning shots.
1: It just doesn't seem like, like this, the right medium for that seems like it would be like Instagram or, or something else, or just having a gal, like maybe show it more prominently. I don't know. Um, there's just, uh,
0: there, there's so many. Ads. I, yeah. So many. <laughs> so here's one. There are three Hertz ads. And they're the exact same. I've got three Hertz ads at the bottom of this page. Yeah, I don't see and any And they're literally the same ad. Uh, then I've got a panel that's from ZergNet, which I usually I'm, – I'm looking at this in incognito. I actually run uh, custom CSS and JavaScript in, my, in Chrome to get rid of ZergNet. Then I've got a banner. Then I've got uh, two chunks of content recommended. I don't know why it's recommended. Recommended for what? I don't know. Then there's another banner
1: my my recommended ones say incredible bridges to see in every state and then is your home's electricity safe? Five things to check.
0: Oh, Spring oh, oh allergy
1: capitals, which city ranks the worst?
0: You're right. No, you're right. Um there yeah. is a stay up to date panel next to explore your area. Yes, I yeah. I literally could not see it because that registered as an ad to me. oh because <laughs> the thing the the thing above it is an ad. And it has mm-hmm. the little bar that says yep. advertisement and then yep. that starts. And because of the way those are laid in there and each of them is like sponsored by State Farm, sponsored by flonays sponsored or in partnership with Toyota. Yeah. I didn't even process those as actual navigation of any Product kind. Product
1: managers read up on ad blindness. It's
0: yeah. That that's that's funny because I genuinely I just didn't even you were describing it to me as I was staring <laughs> at it I couldn't see it.
1: Stick that in your Um, Evernote.
0: That's, man, (laughs) that's just bizarre. Um, Let me ask this to the audience too. Yeah. If you go to a weather website, what is your primary number one goal for most of you? And my guess is it is to get some kind of immediate weather information about your location. Mm -hmm. And we're going to go over this over and over like, I know content is king. I know that phrase. And I know it's important for these weather websites to lean on generating all of this weather-related content to give them SEO value and because they need stuff. I get that. But is that really the number one goal of the people who are coming to these sites? And I get, as we said, you know, maybe a lot of those people now use your apps. Mm-hmm. If so, I guess maybe fair enough. Some of us don't. And some of us will never understand that necessarily. <laughs> so that that's weather.com. Um,
1: what else did we have on there? I will say, um, I did write some notes down here. The um on the nav options, I know we mentioned that they were they did the menu well. When you look at the today view, it does actually show content. At, like basically, the homepage should be the today view. That actually has some legitimately useful stuff in it. Um, again, it's inferring your location, so. But if it's wrong, it's it's actually quite easy to change it, thankfully. Yeah. But it shows, like, the map and everything else and, like, your forecast for the next, like, 24, 48, or 36 hours. It's it's good stuff. Like, that's actually useful. Yeah. Um And uh, they do the weather in motion when you look at the maps specifically. Um. So, but the hamburger menu in the top right corner, it. It's, <laughs> I can only imagine, like... This was the compromise where, like, the web developer was meeting with, like, you know, the executives or whatever. And they're like, we, we need to have this content on the site. The guy's like, "Like, oh, yeah, well, uh, we'll just stick it up in the hamburger menu. Yeah. there, There's <laughs> so,
0: literally no way to know what is in that menu. Like, health, the health section is up there. It's not <laughs> anywhere
1: else, apparently. <laughs> it's a section called videos and photos, which has top stories, video, crazy moles. News.
0: Oh, crazy oh, moles. <laughs> I saw that on the homepage. One of the news panels was for crazy moles. I don't know, I don't know why it. you are a professional weather website. Why is that the name of a category that you are promoting?
1: <laughs> the, whole, the whole videos and photos, and then also the TV. I, I guess TV category makes sense because they do have the TV channel. Yes. I get that. But the videos and photos category, like, do you really, I mean, is the content actually important to include? I mean, the other the other sections are like weather and there's like six items and then maps, there's four items, severe, six items. And then there's like activities and health and the health has like allergy tracker and cold and food. Like those seem useful, but <sighs> this reminds me of, um, remember when, Everyone tried to make their website like one-stop shop. Like, like we're gonna come yeah. to our website. You're gonna hang out. We're gonna have a chat feature, and we're gonna have the weather, and we're gonna have news, and we're gonna have stock prices, and like everyone's trying to be Yahoo. And um, I-, I think some people just ha- aren't with the times on that. Yeah,
0: this. I mean, this is a, a this is pure dumping ground syndrome. That's what it is. Yeah. Yes. It's, it's exactly. Yeah. We need somewhere to put everything where we can hide it, and so we're gonna put it in the menu.
1: Yeah. If it's so unimportant that you can put it into the menu and not be adversely affected, do you really need it at all? Like, right. What happens What happens if you just go do an A-B test where half your users aren't shown that option at all? And, I'd be really curious to see how much it affects it.
0: And they actually have one feature on here that I would use more heavily um, to fix some of this, which is the little settings icon. And if you click into the settings, I even you can that. go in there. There's there's no like useful settings in there at all. Really, but there could be—you yeah. have settings that would like store user preferences about whether or not they care about your content, for instance, or you know, are you here for weather-related information or are you here for forecasts and yeah. customize oh, that would be your really presentation, nice. set up personas yeah. for those people because by God, you should damn well have them. This
1: um, this seems and and AccuWeather is worse about this. We'll get to that in a minute, but this seems like the content is being driven by. Um, how can we generate revenue rather than what do our users want to see? And if I am wrong, if there are is, is there's data that shows people actually want to consume content on weather.com of this nature, I, I will stand corrected. But show me. I, I, I'm I don't believe it. Yeah. Um. Let's take a quick break. We'll okay. go. We'll
0: do. We'll do the whole refill our glasses, everything. We are going to come back and we're going to talk about AccuWeather and we're going to talk about WonderGround. Um, mm-hmm. And then we'll look at some of our ideas and go from there. How does that sound? I think I like that. Sounds great. It. Like okay, let, let's do that. And we'll see you back here in about 60 seconds. The Drunken UX Podcast is brought to you by our friends at NewCloud. Are you trying to build a case around an interactive map for your school, city, or business? Newcloud's interactive map platform gives you the power to make and edit a custom interactive map in just minutes. Their team of professional cartographers specialize in map illustrations and are ready to design a rendering to fit your exact needs. One map serves all your users' devices, with responsive maps that scale and blend in seamlessly with your website. Visit them online to request a demo at newcloud.com slash drunken UX. That's inucloud.com slash drunken UX. Thanks for sticking with us here on the Drunken UX podcast. You are listening to episode number 17 of the show. We are talking about weather websites and what we hate about them and what we would do to make them better and we just finished talking about weather.com, and next up on our list is hitting on AccuWeather. Um, AccuWeather. I and I, like I say, I, I will admit I use their app, and I do like their weather app on mobile mm-hmm. devices a lot, and like their their widgets are really nice and relatively clean. Um, I do remember now, though, uh, after sitting down over the break and looking at stuff, um, I do have the ad free version of it. I did because I oh, I use okay, like that. It. Well, I didn't pay for it, but I use that Google Rewards app where they send you mm. surveys, and you answer a survey, and you get 19 cents, um, and th- okay, and so it adds up over time. And I use that to get like the <laughs> so you you paid for it. Just I with paid surveys. for it, yeah, yeah. Uh, gotcha. But as a result, I have my experience is maybe not what other people would have with it, but <laughs> I do like it. I and I will give them full credit for that. And that it goes back to something we emphasized in the first half here of the show that um, we understand that a lot of these weather website users, their core user base is probably migrating more to mobile devices and mobile apps Mm -hmm. than using their main web pages, which I think is a little bit of a reflection of why we see some of these changes. We are, but not entirely. I'm not giving them a full pass on that because I don't completely believe that that's true. Um, right. At any rate on to AccuWeather, AccuWeather AccuWeather.com. Um, Again, straight out
1: of the bat. My God, I am just hammered with Claret ads. Yeah. Even even with – so AccuWeather really like grills it to you that it knows you're using an ad blocker and it tries to guilt you. But even with ad blocker running, it's still like all kinds of non-local weather related. It didn't even get my locality right. It thinks I'm in like Liverpool, which is near Syracuse. Um, so
0: here is Buffalo? something – super weird it got my location right did it and it got my location right in incognito with a vpn running
1: so i don't know wow i'm not sure
0: how they pulled that one off frankly
1: mine is looking at my isp because my isp trunk that i'm connecting through I'm not. I don't have a VPN running right now, but my my main trunk is up in uh, Syracuse. Here. Hmm. So, yeah, I mean, mine would show Texas still.
0: So, yeah, I don't know. I Weird. session cookie
1: maybe. I don't know.
0: I, I'm in incognito. I don't know. Oh, did you have you used AccuWeather before? Well, not in incognito. Oh, I mean, yeah, I've or used yes. it before, but. um Maybe I'm just sitting here. I'm staring. at, Maybe I actually did plug it in at one point, and I've just forgotten. That, that's entirely no. possible. Yeah. Um, drink, well, I'm drinking. Well, I'm not drinking scotch tonight. But you know, the angry orchards—they <laughs> do add up after a little while. I, I would accept that answer. I guess. I uh, let's let's blame me more than them. Maybe I'm, that might be more fair. Um, I definitely. Uh, I'm I'm looking. They. It's okay. So it's interesting. They take the same basic approach to their locations as yeah. weather.com does. It's straight up on top. They use this sort of little badge yep. kind of add on. Um But their search bar isn't as obvious. Uh It does have a quick, complete kind of feature that pops up, but weather.com, you know, had the deal like put in, put in your zip or city name or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. It's just kind of, you just have to go for it. Um, And if you browse for your location, then it takes you away from the page entirely. So that's not awesome. Um, Yeah. Let's see. What else do we have here? We have settings, um, but their settings are just for language and temperature style, which, okay, I do understand, but at the same time, Temperature style is highly reflective of location, and so I think they can, and they maybe they do if if they don't know. Obviously, they probably default to whatever the region default is. I think that's probably a safe. Are you function. talking about Fahrenheit versus Celsius? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So like, yeah. if I just punched in London without having told it anything else, it would probably default to Celsius. I'm guessing. What's
1: I'm curious. Uh,
0: but they don't have anything else, and we like I mentioned on weather.com They do not. They don't. They do not. Oh, they don't. Okay. It says Fahrenheit, though. So, yeah. Um But they don't have any settings regarding, you know, saying I prefer weather con or weather, you know, information. I prefer weather content. Like, there's nothing along those lines. Um. Yeah. There's no other. <laughs> let me remove ads. You know. Let me <laughs> let me pay you a dollar a month to remove ads. That's well, nice. no. They that's...
1: they do that if you if you have ad blocker turned on, it says you can either allow ads. Or you can buy an ad removal pass, or if you just click the X, it just hides the, the notice. Okay. <laughs>
0: yeah. It's, I'm, it's not, I'm, I'm intentionally running it in an in, incognito so I get the, the we'll call oh. it the full experience. <laughs> now I do see they have got it in the footer AccuWeather Premium, which yeah. I'm guessing is probably that. Um,
1: I'm not sure that I need weather data that badly. So I looked at like their corporate site and and one of the things that seemed like AccuWeather is named as such because they they seem to feel that um their product has superior accuracy with regard to weather forecast right um they, they take that very seriously per their brand um and for what it's
0: worth that is kind of why I also chose their app not just because it's nice mm. but because I do feel object or subjectively like it is maybe more accurate than others um. Yeah. My guess is they probably do the same thing a lot of places do now, which is they take the NOAA forecast, the official government NOAA forecast, and mm-hmm. then combine it with all the various regional forecasts and yeah. then come out with some kind of normalized, you know, average of all of those. If you read, have you read Nate Silver's book The Signal and the mm-hmm. Noise? No. I'll I'll link it in the in the show notes. Um a just fantastic book absolutely fantastic. Nate Silver is the guy that does uh 538. Right. Um and they he's got a whole section in the book just about weather forecasting and why huh. it's so hard. Um and <laughs> but also why local weather forecasts tend to be more accurate than like national ones. Um pure variables, right? It's well, it's it's not actually. Um because your local, you know, down the road television station they're not coming up with the weather forecast on their own. They're getting the NOAA forecast. They're getting mm-hmm. the official government um, report, but then they are adding their own information on top of it and their own experience oh. and knowledge of the region. So that's why I'm saying like you start, it, it's, oh, that's it's, cool. a, it's a kind of a, a Bayesian, Bayesian slash, you know, you have more data to work. You just have more data to work yeah. with. And so yeah. you, you come out with a more accurate view. And I, I would be interested to see, I don't know what AccuWeather's uh, process is, but my Guess is it probably relies heavily on that idea. Uh, yeah. Let's let's figure out a way to take as many forecasts as we can get on regions and mash them together to come out with the quote unquote truth. Uh, I
1: I would say that this this site does a lot more uh, content fluff, uh, content with the intent of keeping you on the site longer. So it it seems like they're uh prioritizing that particular metric like the the bounce rate um because they have a lot of articles and a lot of videos stuff that's a, like weather adjacent like the other site um but i mean if you want to get like your forecast i'm not sure specifically where you go there's radar and maps there's climate but the climate section is actually just about climate change I don't know where you would click to find out, like, the forecast, like, 10-day forecast. Yeah, and, I mean, click around,
0: you'll figure out it's on the location panel.
1: Oh, really? I actually didn't find it.
0: (laughs) Yeah, the the down arrow next to the location is where all of that
1: is. Oh, wow, holy crap, I did not see that.
0: Yeah, so they've taken, like, those local weather components that weather.com puts in the bar, and they've hidden it behind the local... (laughs) Uh, see
1: if they would just make like if that okay so what he's talking about I I just did this it's a down arrow you click on the down arrow and it brings up a like a a popover menu uh what maybe 250-300 pixels high expands the full width of the page and it has recent locations and the current forecast and it has links to all the stuff why can't that just be the top of the page yeah I don't know
0: yeah and Clicking the down arrow next to my location, mm-hmm. why am I seeing New York and Miami and Los Angeles in there? Like,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: I expect my information, my location stuff, not places that have nothing to do with me. Yeah, right. looking at their homepage again, we've got the same basic problem where weather information is one panel and not just above the fold on the entire homepage. There is only one panel that is weather data. Then you have tr- w- trending news, trending videos, trending now, because, of course, live feed. Um,
1: I would be willing to concede that people go to these sites to look at weather-related news or weather-adjacent data. But I would say that the primary reason anyone is going to these sites is going to be for weather information. Yeah. Because if you want news, you just go to a news site. Right. <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's my thinking is I've never just sat around and thought, man, you know what would sound good right now? Reading about some flash floods. (laughs) I mean, yeah, I I guess if -hmm. if it was, let's say the Hawaii volcano thing, like I could Mm -hmm. see that maybe.
1: That was big news. But, you know, this stuff. Or like the California wildfires. Like like I could see making that like a, a breaking news kind of thing on the page. That's something I would actually go to a weather site to find out about. There's
0: a video of that. It's three quarters of the way down the page, though.
1: Uh, Oh, yeah, there it is. Yeah, I don't know. It's not even highlighted. It's it's just, like, in a feed of videos. Yeah. Oh,
0: and now I see, too, uh, under their trending videos, there is a carousel. And if you've not heard my opinion (laughs) on carousels, let me tell you. We'll have a conversation about it sometime. But – First thing I'm noticing is it's actually got repeated content in it. Um so yeah. that's a thing that's happening here. At any rate, um my favorite one right now that I'm I'm looking at is we've got a bear in the car.
1: What? Where where is that? Um, I saw that in the notes but I didn't see it on the page.
0: Yeah, it's it may have scrolled off at this point cuz it was when I was looking at it earlier. But okay. yeah, that was it was a trending now uh post. <laughs> we've got a bear in the car. That's that was okay. the headline. I mean What does that have to do with
1: weather? That's not even climate-related.
0: No, it wasn't, and I, I did yeah. click through it to check. It wasn't. It was about the sheriff who came up, the bear got in the car, a park, and he shot a beanbag at the back window so he could get out of the car. I mean, guys, what? Yeah. The... No, I'm just, I'm sorry. You get no pass for that. That is there useless you...
1: content. I, I mean, especially with the cli- climate things going on, there is, uh, is, I'm going to call it interesting It sounds more positive than I think some of them are, but um, interesting or useful or current weather-related news and content out there that you could use. And, I mean, it would be fine. Like, there's hurricanes and earthquakes, and, like, the lightning strikes the planet every, like, three times a second or 13 times a second or something like that. Like, weather's happening everywhere all the time. Why do you need bears? And. (laughs) Here's the other problem with this is balloons at birthday parties.
0: It it's one thing to say, you know what, we believe our users are coming to the site for this content. Okay, fine. Then do it well because yeah. they're not even doing that well. Trending news is a panel with two headlines in it. I and see Good one Samaritans of
1: those team up to pull a car away from massive sinkhole.
0: Yeah, read the second one.
1: Rescue dogs playing in their wheelchairs will make your day. Yeah, yeah that that Line? is the
0: second headline in trending news at the top of the page. Yeah. Then you've got a trending video, a trending video that A, auto-played, and B, autoplayed with sound, and there's no headline on it. There's no summary under it. What What am I supposed to do with that? And What's the difference between trending news and trending now? Yeah. Why do I need three trending sections? And then why do I have a live feed down below after that?
1: Oh, and, we got a bear in a car
0: still there. I see it now. Oh, did you find it? Yes. Yeah. Nice. Uh, <laughs> and let's talk a little bit about this national live feed here that that we've got going on, because it's got buttons on top. You've got latest, you've got videos, you've got news, you've got blogs. Okay. Wait, we already. Where is this?
1: Where Where are you looking?
0: National live feed. How do I get to that? Uh, it's about halfway down the page. Oh, I found it. Okay. Yeah. Got um. It. So, A, we've already got news everywhere on this page at this point, so I don't know why we're doing it again here. If you look, I looked through this thing because something just, it, it looked repetitive to me. And I'm like, you've got latest, you've got videos, you've got news, you've got blogs. And as I looked through it, I was like, yes, I've got news, I've got videos. There were a total of 16 items in this list. It's huge. And it goes, it takes up over half the page. Um, it runs all the way to the bottom of the page at that point. Um, there isn't a single blog post actually in that list. Now, if you click the button, you will get blogs. But right. there aren't any in that latest news feed. Even. They're they're not producing enough of them to make them be there.
1: With, weather is a very uh, localized thing. You know, there's um, – when you're wanting to find information about the weather – whether it's your locality or when you're going to or which one you're concerned about, it's going to be localized. And they have all this news and other things for things happening all around the world. And I'm not not saying international weather doesn't matter, but it should. Like it seems to just like oh you're interested in weather. Here's everything ever about weather. Weather. <laughs> and I and I don't think that that's particularly useful. I mean I don't want to just see random news items. I'd like to see you know, topic-focused or locality-focused. Um, I don't know. It, just, it seems very lazy. And this
0: isn't on the homepage, um, and I'm, I've am i been kind of trying to focus on just the homepages of these sites, but I do want to mention their radar um, because mm-hmm. one thing that I've always knocked AccuWeather for is when you click, like, into your location or whatever and hit their radar, mm-hmm. I mean, it looks like something out of, like, 1998.
1: It is it, old.
0: It is the yeah. old style, um, old looking style. Anyway,
1: uh, it's like the kind you would see on the um on the color television when you're watching the um. It has the emergency broadcast. The and, yeah, and it's
0: constrained. They've got this two column layout that's like a two thirds split, and mm-hmm. they have constrained the radar to this tiny box. In right. in the wider column, I guess thanks. Instead of I'm here for the radar. Why is that?
1: And uh, yeah, weather.com the way also does shows it. all the the trending stuff. When
0: you click into the weather.com's radar, you get a full page. Right here is your radar. Thank us later. But AccuWeather yes. is just like no. You get a postage stamp.
1: Enjoy. I understand putting trending stuff on the homepage because it's current. The homepage is constantly changing, etc but when you're drilling down into specific content like it's if someone clicks at radar and maps guess what they want to see about i, I have Not identified trending.
0: my purpose right. i am pursuing a goal i want to accomplish the task that i am doing yes uh, and you are accomplishing it and you're accomplishing it the way like uh, what's there's the old meme from like somebody's math test where uh it's like or a find, find x it's there like it well it's like a you know like a 2x plus 3y squared expand this equation and so they just like they, they like stretched it. it out and just added space <laughs> to it like this is the how it's, it's like okay you you kind of got what we were going for here but you didn't <laughs> really think about this in the way we wanted you to um so the the third site that we've that we got is, is wonderground which I know for Aaron, he has written love letters to this place, and uh, <laughs> I'm a little concerned, but uh, Wonderground is round number three. And one of the most immediate first things that I do like about Wonderground. Oh, wait, 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 wait.
1: Before we get to that, I, when I say a correction, I did look this up during the break. Um, they're based in San Francisco, and they were founded in 95 as an offshoot of University of Michigan, not Stanford. Okay. I don't think they actually have a Stanford link, uh, so I would I stay correct. And the name is a reference to the 1960s militant
0: radical student group, The Weather Underground.
1: I wondered about that. I don't know why I... the student
0: group is called the Weather Underground. <laughs> okay though. There's your weird <laughs> fact for the day. Um, <laughs> so they though do the thing immediately that I would want as a user. Yeah, here's my location. It's telling me... My conditions, my current, you know, temperature, and the next few hours worth of forecast. And it's like right there, top of the page. Yeah. Hallelujah. it's pretty damn accurate, too. It's also surrounded by two giant banner ads,
1: but at least they're trying. Oh, if you have, if you have ads turned off, the, the site is actually really great. Um, I, I don't have the ad above the menu, nor do I have the ad to the right. Yeah, I don't think that counts.
0: <laughs> I, you know, they don't get credit for something we did that I'm not, I'm not going there well i
1: mean like AccuWeather weather still looked like shit even with ads turned off now like the way i was still poor
0: they are the lightest of the three in terms of mm-hmm. content uh, their content is very weather focused mm-hmm. um, three of the five that i'm seeing have like actual weather maps on them so that's nice Yep. So, you know, at least visually it's implying that they are talking about weather, not, like, other things. Um, the bottom of the page is two giant rows of ads. ZergNet is mm-hmm. making another appearance here. Um, and then they've got a little chunk about, you know, their footer links and everything.
1: Uh, I, I will say that all the ad, like, all the, the trending news on this site, like, the what I'm seeing is... Um what to expect this fall, uh, hail damage, cold front, hurricane season, and then rising seas, like, ruining a town. Yeah. Like, they're all, like, very specifically weather-oriented, and I, I, I appreciate that, because that, and there's only five? Five items total. So, it's very, they're doing more with less.
0: It's definitely ugly, though. Like, yeah, I yeah. don't, I don't love the layout. Um, and, it r- from a responsive point of view like there are some breakpoints where like I the sidebar ad actually reflows uh, linearly and so you end up with a sidebar ad that is by itself in a content block so it's pushing everything else like way way down the page um, now at like, at like pure mobile size yeah don't
1: hate it they they did uh i well, I mean again i have ads turned off but um, uh, it looks like the breakpoints are they did a pretty good job they're at least aware they're breakpoint aware yeah I mean, the there, ads might they're always it, but yeah
0: and you know we didn't talk about that with weather.com or accuweather i kind of played around <laughs> with it a little bit at one point um you know weather.com basically gets you know you know gets the picture um accuweather uh not as great. Um, actually, I'm going to take that back. They simply aren't great at all. Like, AccuWeather isn't responding for me even a little bit. So,
1: one thing I like about Wonderground's homepage is the um, like, like the other two sites, you know, they infer your locality and then they tell you like the temperature. And it's like useful information, but Wonderground really goes an extra mile they have a a 24 hour like timeline so 12 a.m. to 12 a.m. and then it shows like every 3 hours it looks like it shows an icon for the weather it shows a sunny it shows the sun out at 12 a.m. and i think they just mean it's not cloudy yeah <laughs> <laughs> but they but, show uh, a crescent moon at 8 p.m. weird but so, they show the sun at midnight well whatever i don't know what to make of that <laughs> But they do show – they show a green dot on that timeline to show you where you are currently on that, and then it shows all the ones trailing behind it. So you can see what the weather is like the rest of the day. It might be cool if it was rolling, like, the next 12 hours or whatever, but it's it's still kind of a neat thing because it makes it feel like it's more contemporary. Yeah. Definitely
0: um, and then some, they have oh, – go ahead. Definitely some iconography uh, issues there.
1: yeah. The um the two they have two giant buttons. They have one; it's like a primary button scheme. It's a full forecast, and the one that says, um, "For me, anyways, it says more about today's rain." Um, and it's interesting. That's contextual That's... because I don't have that. Yeah, yeah. So that so must like, be contextually that, aware. That to me, like I know that we said content is king. I still think that context is king. I think that with with the abundance of information we have the more contextually aware you can get with your content, the better it's going to be. Now they
0: have fixed something here that um, weather.com did get wrong. In my opinion, mm-hmm. w- Wonderground has maps and radar. Yeah. Weather.com just has maps. And to me, a weather right. map is not the same as radar. And if right. I'm looking for radar, which in my case, I always am. I like looking at radars. Um, I don't, immediately look for them under maps usually i view it as its own kind of separate thing so wonderground Mm -hmm. made the right choice in saying maps and radar they Mm -hmm. made the wrong choice because there are three different options you can go into that (laughs) are all radars uh and you only see three i see seven well no i see seven options okay but three of them are radars you have radar maps you have Interactive yeah. Radar, and you have Wonder Map. And those are all things that can oh, get you. Oh, Wonder Map is better. And, okay. and they treat it differently in all of them. That I don't like. Yeah. I don't need that many answers. I need the best one. Give me the best one. Stop. Don't. Why would you give I me the postage stamp Radar? That's stupid. It,
1: instead of having it expanded to a menu and then having to choose one, I have no idea what to pick, so I just picked the first one last time. Um, it would be cool if it, the maps and Radar took you to a – like a page that had the listing or maybe like thumbnails of all the different kinds with like previews or something. I don't know. Just something to show you more about what each of them is. Yeah.
0: I think we need to get rid of like, if you go to the first option there, that's mm-hmm. what is it? Radar maps is just what it's called. Yeah. Like we just need to get rid of that view entirely. That view is not useful. It's not helpful. Um, Not to a normal user. Right, I don't need an animate button or anything. I need Wonder Map. Right, I need Wonder Map. And is is Wonder Map the one that shows? Oh yeah, that's what I'm looking at right now. And Wonder, Wonder map, map is so cool. It's so cool, but it also gets so much wrong because when you go to Wonder Map, what's the first thing you see? Oh, San Francisco. And and wind and temperature. Like, yeah, is that really the most important layer on that
1: map? What, they, what I wish they would show right away, because I think it's the coolest, is Windstream. It reminds me of um, the, uh, what are those called? Slope slope fields and differential equations where it has like the, yeah. a graph chart with all the arrows on it. Oh, it's so neat because it has they're, all the little particles that are like moving. So you can see like where the, I, I don't know. It's super cool. Go check it out. It's really neat. Yeah, I like Wonder Map. I think it is
0: cool. Um, but I do think that it's doing so much and they are, my concern is, and I'm, I have a similar concern with the others, which is this idea that I think they are getting away from function Mm
1: -hmm. and going
0: towards content more wonder map. You know, when you click on it, it sends you to wonder map and it's like completely removed from the weather underground context. You can go to. Wondermap.com and get there. They've set up a domain. It's a redirect domain, but they have spun that off to its own complete thing. Um, Wondermap is very similar to uh, weather.com's big interactive map that they use now, but like, un- unlike these other ones, like weather.com, they've just said, yeah, our big map is the map for everything. We're not going to give you the small, weird rendered you know gif or something like that we don't think you need that we're just going to show you a beautiful map and right. stuff overlaid on it And i think that's 100 percent the right approach um so and but there's like they aren't trying to spin it off it's still in the same context of their their header and footer and all uh, not footer i'm sorry but their header and navigation um is all still there wonder map isn't um and so it just – it gives me a little bit of concern that their mm-hmm. idea is, well, we're just going to push Wonder Map off eventually, and it's going to be its own thing. And then we're going to be stuck with, I, again, still three different map formats for some reason. Uh, people – no, nobody needs that. Nobody needs three map formats. <laughs>
1: I found on the, the wind stream, I found a point on the very eastern side of Lake Ontario – Where all of my windstream points are converging, like in in Ghostbusters 2 when they're looking at the slime rivers and it's all converging on the art museum. (laughs) Folks, we're losing him. We're losing him. (laughs) He's getting sucked into the tool. I don't know how that is useful, but it looks really cool. (laughs) Okay, fine. They did a great
0: job making it. You can go play with it now. I want to talk about, before we end for the night, I I want to talk about what we can do to make this stuff better because there's no point in in griping about some of this without addressing that. First things first, um, weather.com and Wonderground. You're both okay in this area. Weather.com, when I was profiling these sites earlier, weather.com made 600 requests, 600, Jesus, and was four (laughs) megabytes in size. Wonderground was fewer, it was 524 requests, but it was 4.2 megabytes in size. Virtually Ew. all of that was ad content. Um yeah. and there's it's just a lot of back and forth and a lot of weight. Um when like when you look at weather.com's homepage now, um there there's nothing there. It's little postage stamp sized pictures and I see one animated gif like there's there should be no weight to this page basically the way it looks all of that weight is all the extra crap that doesn't need to be there um Wonderground actually to me is even worse because of that because they do have this their page is super simple um Mm -hmm. they don't have anything the only thing sort of interactively is that uh is the local weather panel that comes up on the top because it does have like a little animation when it comes in I'm it's probably just all like little svg type stuff <laughs> um but the, the rest of it and it's like zergnet man screw these guys um because like <laughs> they push through giant unoptimized pictures in their ads that, you know a ton of javascript tracking and stuff that that's almost all of that weight I I should have profiled them without ads on but I didn't um accuweather <laughs> uh, is another story. So let me, let me, let me tell you a story. Uh, <laughs> let's, let's go on a trip, shall we? I wanted to see what AccuWeather, uh, how big it was. Um, so I opened up Chrome, opened up Incognito, opened up the, uh, uh, the network panel and started running it. Um, and then I flipped over to the, uh, let me let me back up i didn't do that first i the first thing i did was i went to the performance profiler tool and i started it and then my laptop crashed (laughs) i thought that was weird so i did it again i am not a smart man and it didn't crash my laptop this time but it did crash chrome (laughs) and i thought what the hell I mean, my laptop's not super strong, but it's got an i7 in it. It's not a slouch. So I went to my desktop, and I pulled it up here, and I ran the profiler. It ran. It never finished. Um, I waited about six minutes. It didn't finish. Um, and the browser was frozen while it was all happening, like AccuWeather didn't <laughs> load. So I shut that down. Finally, so now I switched to just the network panel and loaded it. Here's what I got from AccuWeather. Guys, I I genuinely, I've never seen this. I have never seen a site like this. I waited four minutes for AccuWeather to finish loading. <laughs> it didn't. It made wow. 4,000 requests, and the entire page load uh, was 60 megabytes in that four minutes of time. I was looking through like what all that weight was, one of those was a commercial. A whole MP4 downloaded. I couldn't find wow. it anywhere on the page, though. Like, I don't know where they put that video. All I know is it downloaded. I am mystified as to how somebody <laughs> will build how, how big How big was the video? Like five megs.
1: Oh, okay. We're still talking
0: right. another 55 megs of JavaScript, <laughs> of images. <laughs> Jesus. And l- virtually every ounce of that was ad ad network. All the ad networks running, and they would they would run, and they would. Just, I was watching the little network panel go, and you would see like as the page started loading, you would see item 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 item, and then it's like uh, Attack of the Butterfly. What's that that <laughs> the, the song? Yeah, uh, Attack of Oh, Flight of the Bumblebee. Flight of the Bumblebee. It's like yeah. the network panel just goes nuts as all of these ad networks are just like, here, take it. <laughs> and <laughs> turn, it block ads. It was like three megs. It was nothing. It was, it was <laughs> tiny. We, if, if we want to make weather sites better, uh, you guys have got to realize that you have a problem. Um, AccuWeather has, is, needs rehab, frankly. Um, But even whether that comes underground, like four Megs is too much, especially if you're going to make the argument to me that a lot of your users are going to mobile apps and and mobile devices. Four Megs is too much, and it is definitely too much for what I see on your screen. No, no excuse. I would
1: I would give you I, I would give you that it's too much for what you see on the screen. I don't know that it's too much. Period. It? It, it it depends on what you're voting. What do you use that four Megs for? if you're using it for like maps like Im- images have detail I-, I don't know especially if they're in motion given but
0: the size of those pages with an ad blocker turned on oh yeah i mean that tells you exactly how much you need versus what is there and <laughs> right. it's i can tell you right now it's not 4 megs um that's right. it it's just not necessary um here we're going to we're going to test
1: real i i think if you look at the kind of information people want to come to your site for, um, they want to come to your site, you know, for weather and other information, that should just be text, CSS and a couple images at best. Yeah. So here, and I'm I'm
0: real world testing this right now as you're listening to the podcast. Okay. I pulled up weather.com on my screen um, with ad blocker turned on, 93 requests, 972 kilobytes. Wow, it's a qu- okay. it's less than a quarter of the size. Brilliant. So it it quadruples the size of the page running ads. Yeah. That is, I mean, that's unacceptable. That's the only name you, I can use. You know more. how
1: when you go to the store and the the things that they think people want or maybe that have the low profit margins, like the clearance rack or whatever, they're always in the back corners. So you have to go through the rest of the store to get to them. I, that's kind of what they're doing here They they know that people want to see the weather and so they f- make it harder to find because they put it behind all the other crap that people don't want to see because it gives them ad clicks i guess or made ad impressions yeah but that's just uh, i i miss the internet when it like before that can we maybe can we go back to an internet where it's not like monetization is a concern but not the primary concern is that
0: thing you? It's a it's a business model. It's definitely a business model problem, and I don't know what the solution yeah. to that is. I can't. I you know I'm not going to solve that here, but um, it's yeah. definitely the. At the very least, there are better ways to do ads. Let's let's yeah. just say it that way. Uh, at the very least, I like Underground's approach to local weather and how they present it mm-hmm. right at the top. I think that's smart. Yeah, I definitely. I want some. If you're going to give me a national map. Give it to me underneath that. That's fine. Mm -hmm. You know what? This is what weather.com does. Um, They've got their little, or not weather.com, AccuWeather um, has their little panel. And you know, it's better than nothing. Granted, give me that. We have to sort out the content problem. And I, I get it. I know that this is important for SEO and I'm sure you got to have people using it. People must be reading it. There has to be a justification for the amount of man hours that goes into it. Although my guess is, most of this content is not generated by these sites. It's from other places. I have, I've no doubt.
1: I did look. the 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 climate section on AccuWeather is actually written by their staff, and it's written mostly by meteorologists and other scientists. So, I I'll give them props there for at least putting OC on there. Okay. Yeah. And I'm I'm clicking into
0: a few here now, and I see it say yeah. AccuWeather staff writer. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I guess you know if you're gonna yeah. if you're gonna generate your own content. Or if you're going to have content generate your own that's certainly i think the way to go yeah. about it but i give them props for that we we need a better presentation model for it though yeah. um right now weather.com and accuweather are just
1: vomiting it basically all over their front pages um it, you know another way to look at that is if if your content is not interesting enough that you you have to put it before the content users want to see in order to get them to see it, then maybe you shouldn't be showing that content at all. You know what I mean?
0: I, and I think there's a quantity issue too. Like let's talk about AccuWeather. I mentioned that live feed had 16 items in it. That's yeah. too many. <laughs> like that's just one of the panels above it is a carousel with six items. Then you've got yeah. sidebars with another two items. You've got a, a, a headline section with two items. I don't even know why you waste your time with that, um, <laughs> frankly. It's, there's so much. How much of this content do you actually expect people to consume?
1: So, AccuWeather ostensibly has a good product, right? Like, that's what the corporate site says they have a, an accurate weather forecasting product. That has a lot of tech behind it that they are very proud of. And I think that's great. So why isn't the website connecting users more directly with that product? You know what I want to see? It's getting. Sorry,
0: right. I'm, I'm sorry, interrupting you. Uh, I'm you know what I want to see on AccuWeather? If they're going to sit here and make you know these kinds of claims that, hey, we've got the, sup- the best super accurate forecast engine on the planet. Yeah. I want to see something about that on the homepage. I want to see like, like, I don't know what it would look like necessarily, but number (laughs) of days with forecasts that were within
1: five. percent.
0: And I don't like, I I don't know how you do that with all the data points that are involved, but give me like, if if that's true and you can prove it, then show it to me and make me, make me a believer
1: because nobody else can show me that apparently. You know what would also be really cool is – and this would be really great original content – is showing those, like, stat comparisons in hindsight and then showing, like, a, not a mea culpa, but just, like, a, kind of uh, on some of them where it was just way off. And then seeing, like, a description of, like, well, this is what we were predicting, but this is what actually wow. happened, and this is why it was so far off. That would be interesting. That would, I, I, yeah, I agree. I think yeah. that would be interesting yeah. because – that's
0: that's what every what does literally everybody talk about when they talk about weather forecasts how bad it is <laughs> they get pissed off because it's never right yeah. and so right. selling the fact that you can be maybe not right but accurate to you know an acceptable yeah. margin and then that idea of explaining why you aren't I think that's uh, I think that'd be killer I would totally And you would have that. to do it yeah. for every single city or something but in general like Mm -hmm. especially on big stuff i'd love to see it on hurricane predictions Yeah, you know you and when you see like all those tracks and they say okay you know what we think it's going to hit florida and it still ends up you know hitting new york or something
1: cool give us a
0: whole breakdown on why that forecast went wrong
1: you know what would be a great if you want to increase your user engagement you know what would be great is um having uh, showing showing the raw data that your people are using for forecasting and then having a thing where users can sign in and make their own forecasts based on the data. So everyone has access to the same data, but everyone can make forecasts and then assigning points based on accuracy. Fantasy forecasting. That's what you're – really, you're going to pitch me fantasy
0: forecasting?
1: Would you not do this, it? No. You would The do sad
0: it. part is I honestly believe you totally people would do, would would do it. Do it. I, totally. 100 and now that you've said it okay here we are I'm gonna google it now <laughs> fantasy I'm, I'm typing in fantasy weather forecasts and you know what it's gonna give me is like D weather forecast
1: <laughs> probably i think people would do that in fact i kind of want to do it myself though. Uh, no uh, i don't i
0: don't see any immediate results that look like that's what it is that there, Yahoo has a fantasy weather forecast, but it's a component of their fantasy football. Ah, um, uh, that doesn't yeah, count. Yeah, no, it's yeah, same. it's it's meant to help you choose which players you're gonna start. Um, dude, build
1: it. <laughs> I would love to see that. That would be super cool.
0: I think I think uh, you've got just a winner.
1: Providing, yeah, yeah, providing that info and
0: and then yeah. hire the people who are at the top of the, the leaderboards. <laughs>
1: I mean, like, that that could be an easy way to, like, consider people for hiring, I guess. i You could give out prizes. I mean, there's all sorts of, like, promotional and monetization-friendly ways that you could use this that get people engaged and involved in weather forecasting. Man, we, we
0: didn't – or I said we weren't going to solve the ad problem, but I think you just did. I think so. we just did, yeah. I i don't think we can end anywhere better than that.
1: Ads, ads are lazy.
0: Ads are lazy. They're
1: they're. They're lazy monetization. And so is like throwing shit content in there. Like filling out a website with just random content that's – if that's your strategy, like, I don't know, stop. And so (laughs) many of these ads,
0: they really are lazy too. Like they have – they aren't even like good remarketing ads on some of these.
1: It says to me that you don't actually care about the content or your users or your user experience. You just want to put stuff up there because it's what everyone's doing. And I I think you can do better. I I expect better of these sites, especially if you have a name with like weather in the domain name. Yeah. Is fantasyweather.com available? I don't know.
0: I'm not gonna help you build it though. I got enough going on. Folks, let us know what you think. What would you do to fix weather sites? Do you like them the way they are? Are we totally off base? Do people really go to weather sites to read all the weird content they put out there? Is that what you go there for? Um, I'd love to actually know and hear about that because, you know, if we're off base, we're off base, and that's okay. Um, but let us know. I'd I'd like to hear what you do differently. Um, do you even bother? Do you just use apps now? as apps, you know, is a weather app the exclusive way most people are, are handling this?
1: Fantasyweather.com is registered. Yeah, right? see? Good.
0: <laughs> <It> keeps, <laughs> keeps from getting too deep into that. Uh, <laughs> let us know. Run by the show notes at drunkenux.com. Uh, and you can tell us all about your opinions on weather. The Drunken UX Podcast is brought to you by our friends at NewCloud. NewCloud is an industry-leading interactive map provider who has been building location-based solutions for organizations for a decade. Are you trying to find a simple solution to provide your users with an interactive map of your school, city, or business? Well, NewCloud's interactive map platform gives you the power to make and edit a custom interactive map in just minutes. They have a team of professional cartographers who specialize in map illustrations of many different styles and are ready to design an artistic rendering to fit your exact needs. One map serves all of your users' devices with responsive maps that are designed to scale and blend in seamlessly with your existing website. To request a demonstration or to view their portfolio, visit them online at nucloudcom slash drunken UX. That's n slash drunken UX. So, thanks for listening to the Drunken UX podcast this week. This was episode number 17. We talked about weather stuff. We hope you enjoyed it. We hope you found it entertaining and fun. This is a little bit different format that we did that we might do a little more often where we just pick a few sites of a certain type and kind of look at them as we're talking and, and talk about what we don't like and what we would do differently. Um, if you want to follow us online, you can go check out facebook.com or twitter.com slash drunken UX. You can you follow us so we send stuff out, we ask questions, we get information. Um, or hit us up on drunken slash slack. That will redirect you to our Slack channel because we are smart people and we know how website redirects
1: work. <laughs> Be sure to also tune in to Real-Time Overview every Wednesday, and you should check it out if you don't. All right. I good think stuff. that is a clear-cut good
0: idea, no matter how you slice it. I just registered fantasyweather.org. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess, uh, <laughs> uh, since uh, uh, folks, do I have any lawyers listening since he's... Doing this on my show as my co-host, can, I, you can, get in can I claim a certain degree of ownership over that? I don't know. I guess I'll split it with you. You gonna I help? Do... No, I'm not gonna help. <laughs> kidding me? I who wants? Oh, I think you'll want to get in on it once I make it. Wants to work for money. With that, folks, I can only leave you with one other piece of advice, and that is to keep your personas close and your users closer. Yeah.